Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. This is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. I'm Elaine Cha. Okay, I so I would like to preface this by saying that I never in- anticipated that more people than like my my closest friends and family would see these pictures. So I wasn't <laughs> anticipating to be interacting with the general populace of Randolph County, but um, uh, figuring out where which roads went where and which like old thirty five mile an hour side streets were originally the the highways Mm -hmm. uh that going and actually seeing those places in real life was kind of the thing that kept me going the whole time (laughs) a road trip doesn't always need to be about the destination the goal can be the journey itself and the friends foods and sights encountered along the way Then there's the sort of road trip recently undertaken by Jack Snelling. Jack is a jazz pianist who just graduated from the University of Missouri. He also happens to be someone whose keen interest in geography and history came together in a pretty epic trip, a 10-day, 4,300-mile journey through Missouri's historic highway system. His goal? to visit all 115 of Missouri's historic courthouses. Here to talk about what he saw and explain what drove him to spend a week and a half visiting multiple courthouses a day, we have Jack Snelling on the line. Jack, welcome to the show. Hi, Elaine. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, was there a singular moment, Jack, you realized, I need to visit all of the state's county courthouses? Actually, you know, there never really was one. It was it was always, as you kind of mentioned, the journey for me was always a little bit more important than the than the uh, the destinations themselves. Mm-hmm. So I would say this first started um, because I it was it, it kind of grew out of my love of the uh, of, of researching and learning more about the Missouri historical highway system that kind of led me into wanting to visit all of the all of the courthouses because the original Missouri highway system which is about four or five years older than the United States highway system the original goal of that was to connect all of the um, all of the courthouses to each other so for example connecting St. Charles to Warrington to Troy all the way up the Mississippi River and down and those later of course became the highways that we know today yeah. Well, that was certainly news to me uh, as I was reading about your trip. Now, the trip did take 10 days, and you said that it was about the journey. And I understand you did this on your own? Yes, I did. I had some uh, friends come along for the way. Uh, luckily, in my last couple of days, I was close enough to, to um, where I attended college in Columbia that I could pick up friends along the way and take them with me for uh, legs of the trip. Okay, so but like, for the most part, this was yeah, this was completely a solo trip. Okay, how did you keep your energy up? You know, uh, I I I really have to thank my grandparents for that because uh, they have. Um, They've been taking me on road trips on scenic drives around the state of Missouri since I was a little kid, mm. um, and uh, so I'm used to spending a lot of a lot of hours in the car um, and going back and forth between different areas of the state. Uh, and uh, to be honest, having done all the research 
uh, figuring out where which roads went where and which like old 35 mile an hour side streets were originally the the highways Mm -hmm. uh that going and actually seeing those places in real life was kind of the thing that kept me going the whole time (laughs) now this trip must have taken a lot of planning how long did it take actually i so in i kind of have to like say that i've been planning on this like inadvertently for probably two or three years now okay this uh learning about the the highways and figuring out which roads was every highway that started as a class project back in 2020 from one of my geography classes mm-hmm. and then uh, I was able to use that knowledge that I learned to kind of quickly and efficiently plan this trip in a couple of weeks so higher ed was um, highway ed and you <laughs> you drew a map that looks quite complicated almost like a maze how did you decide on your route itself yeah so it 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 kind of came together. So funnily enough, I, I knew that I wanted to start in St. Louis, where I was visiting my family, because I'm originally from St. Louis, mm. and then ending in Columbia, which is uh, where I've been living all summer and where I work. Uh, and so I, knowing that I wanted to do that, uh, I figured it would make the most sense to spiral around the state, going to every, all of the county courthouses in, in across the border, first along the Illinois border, then the Iowa border, then down the Kansas border, mm-hmm. all the way around the state, um, and then spiraling my way in, ending in Columbia. Because no matter which way you go, all the county seats of every county are roughly 30 miles apart. Oh, um, so okay. it, really, it really just mattered for me to go and uh, see all of them in, see all of them in in whatever order made the most sense so I didn't have to drive through counties more than once. Okay. And through your road travels with your grandparents, I mean, I imagine that you must have seen lots of parts of Missouri that you had not seen before. Um, Were there any spots that sort of stood out to you? There definitely were a couple. Um, But the one that stands out the most was uh, Reynolds County, which is in the uh, southeast to the towards the middle ish, but definitely to uh, to the southeast um, of Missouri. It's uh, this county seat is Centerville. It's along Highway 21. Uh, It had just finished raining and the rain coming off the mountains, giving way to sunlight. It really made for just beautiful views Uh. uh, in that really in that really hilly Ozark part of the state. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was really high up there, of course. being in Kansas City, I haven't been able to spend a ton of time in Kansas City, as most of my time has, of course, been spent in St. Louis and Columbia. But getting to explore Kansas City a little bit and go down some of the um, the less traveled roads was a really fun experience as well. Um, and then in terms of the courthouses, I mean, there were some really beautiful courthouses in the state. Uh, I think Carthage, Missouri, and Jefferson City, and uh, Herman all have really beautiful courthouses. And those were some of my favorite spots to visit. Yeah. And you were taking photos as you were going. And once you completed the trip, you posted pictures of yourself giving a thumbs up in front of 115 courthouses, or rather 114, because in Randolph County, you're pictured in front of an empty lot with a, a <laughs> thumbs down. And this sparked a bit of drama with oh uh, <laughs> proud Randolph <laughs> County residents who are weighing in in the, the comments sections. Why did that particular visit merit a thumbs down from you? <laughs> okay, I, so I would like to preface this by saying that I never in- anticipated that more people than like my my closest friends and family would see these pictures so I wasn't (laughs) anticipating to be interacting with the general populace of Randolph County but um 
So Randolph, I, I, as you said, I was, I'm trying to visit all the historical county courthouses. Um, and uh, my trip through Randolph County was on my very last day of traveling. Mm-hmm. In my second to last day, uh, I was traveling with two friends of mine. One of my friends, uh, Logan King, is a, a Moberly uh, a Moberly resident. Moberly is the largest city in Randolph County. And as we were on a trip, he told me about how uh, Randolph County had just demolished their historical uh, county courthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, when I got there, I was kind of hoping to see like some old construction stuff or some rubble or something cool like that. But it was just an empty square. They had cleaned everything up already. Mm. Um, and so rather than go drive to the, uh, the new county courthouse, which is, it looks nice. It's a, it's a nice modern courthouse. I was, uh, it, ju- it was the last day and I was like, <laughs> I'll just make a little joke and I'll, I'll post a picture of the empty square where the historical courthouse would be. And, uh. Yeah, and then and then it, it it caused a little bit of drama, but uh, I, I you know I, I stand by my joke. <laughs> and insofar as those comments are concerned, uh, uh, there are many things that we can learn from, even from comment sections. Was there anything that someone shared about that uh, Randolph County courthouse that maybe you didn't know before or struck you as interesting? Well, I think that it kind of, I think the biggest thing is that a lot of the comments really underscored the struggle that a lot of these county seats are facing. So Missouri has, I, I mean, I, I want to say the third most counties out of any of the states in the country. I, mm. I probably should not be quoted on that because I, that, that may not be like that. That's, okay, we'll I think check. I just heard that. <laughs> yes. That, someone fact checked that me on that sure, later. Sure, sure. But the, um, the, uh, so all of we have very a ton of very small counties with very few people and with very struggling economies. Mm-hmm. And so for a lot of these small courthouses who have these really elaborate and ornate and beautifully constructed courthouses, it's really hard for them to maintain those courthouses. Uh, uh, similar to the way where it's difficult for them to maintain the old highway system as well. Yeah. The historical aspects of these uh, old counties, of these old counties, are sometimes really hard to maintain when these cities don't have a lot of uh, of income coming in. Yeah. So I think that that the Randolph County kind of underscores something that you can kind of see across the entire state in terms mm-hmm. of maintaining historical courthouses. Well, Jack, you've seen now a lot of the state, uh, arguably more than most people have. And you have heard from so many people who were plainly put just delighted by your journey. Has this experience as a whole shown you something about the show me state that's new or just really cool? It definitely has. Um, I think the biggest thing I got away from seeing all of the nice comments and shares that people had done on that Facebook post, I think it really and also the people that I met along the way telling them about what my trip was, uh, and hearing them kind of react to it. I think it really showed me that this, this, the people in the state are really and truly proud of their state and they're pr- and proud of the places where they grew up and for good reason. Mm-hmm. I, uh, through those Facebook uh, comments, I heard so many really, really interesting stories about what happened, about uh, like stories of what, of what their families had done, where they'd grown up, the different courthouses they'd been in. Uh, and so through all that, I think I learned that there's truly really a sense of pride here. And I hope that, that pride is protected as the generations move along. Jack. 
Jack Snelling is a recent graduate of the University of Missouri and now an experienced traveler to Missouri's many historic colored houses. Jack, thanks so much for joining us. We wish you luck on all of your future journeys. Thank you so much, Elaine. This episode was produced by Danny Wissentowski with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.